claim your goals, claim those possibilities that appear in front of you, claim 2024 to be your best year yet. And that starts with setting your aim high goals. Welcome to the No BS Business School podcast, the show where powerhouse women learn how to sell differently, ditch pro marketing, and build financially lucrative businesses. I'm your host, Jan Ditchfield. After spending over 20 years in the charity world, I realized that the fluffy, trendy marketing and sales tactics being taught online aren't all that effective for industry experts like you. In each episode, I give you the tangible steps to build a profitable business that is wildly successful and equally fulfilling. Money, marriage, business strategy, and marketing, we talk about it all. This is where the evolution of your business begins. Let's get started. Well, hey, you, and welcome back to another episode of No BS Business School. I'm your host, Jan Ditchfield, and I'm really happy you're here with me today. If you're getting ready for your next year, chances are you're thinking about setting goals. And if you're not, you should be. So today I want to talk to you about a different way to set goals than what you're commonly taught, which is far more effective for women in business, especially when it comes to juggling the demands of life outside of our business. Goal setting is key to your success. Just imagine going on a road trip without a clear destination of mind. Like it might be fun to drive around aimlessly for a while, but eventually you're going to get tired, frustrated, and probably lost. The same thing happens in your business without clear goals. You need to have a direction to know where you're going and how to get there. Goals give us that sense of purpose and fulfillment in our business. And when we achieve them, we feel really good about what we're doing. It's an accomplishment There's a sense of satisfaction. It's a boost to our confidence and our self-esteem. And the more confidence we have, the bigger risks we take, which leads to bigger outcomes in the business. Goals are the foundation of your success. And now I know you might be saying, well, this is rather obvious, Jan. I've been working on setting goals and I feel frustrated when I can't hit them or stick with them. And that's why I want to teach you a better way to approach goal setting. In fundraising, which if you listen to my show for a while, you know it was my career, goal setting and goal achievement was what I was hired to do. And during that time, I found that most people set goals, especially financial goals, based on the fill the hole in the bucket principle, where goals were set based on need or desire, not based on the ability to reach them. Chasing a goal out of need is never going to get you where you want to go because it lacks strategy, clarity, and grit. Another type of goal setting to avoid is what I also like to call the nickel and dime approach. And this is where you hold yourself back from setting goals that require big thinking or bold moves. And instead, your goals are set based on what feels safe and comfortable. Charities can't survive on the money raised from their local bake sales And your business won't succeed if you set your goals so small that you see little success instead of true success. It takes the same amount of effort and energy to ask somebody for $10 as it does to ask them for a thousand. And if you have limited time, energy, and resources, do you really want to chase small goals in your business? Probably not. So what's the solution? This is where you're probably expecting me to say that the best way to set goals is by using the SMART method, which I'm sure you've heard a million times before. Oh my gosh, none of us escaped a corporate meeting without someone pulling out a flip chart, a marker, and writing S-M-A-R-T down the side of the paper. 
And I am sure that you, just like me, groaned internally when you saw this happen because you knew you were about to spend three hours of your life working on something that was never going to make it out of the boardroom. Am I right about that? Smart goals do not help smart women. You need to aim high instead. Goals really will never be achievable if you aren't able to set them in a way where you have true skin in the game to accomplish them. And it doesn't matter if they're financial, personal, academic, or physical. If you don't care, it won't happen. When I was spending my career moving from cause to cause, raising funds for organizations, it was a really common worry that I wouldn't be successful hitting those big numbers because I had no direct connection to the cause. And I always felt that that was really short-sighted thinking because we don't necessarily need to be connected to the work we do or what we sell or how we sell it. We need to be connected to the outcome and how that result specifically achieving that result would impact everything else around us, who we serve, how we show up for them, how we can help them have a true change in their life, and how achieving that goal is going to impact our lives as well. I never set SMART goals in my business. I never set SMART goals in my career then, and I still don't now. Instead, I use a method called Aim High when it comes to goal setting Because it sets you up for a different form of success by forcing you to have skin in the game in a really meaningful, fully encompassing way. This is a very holistic view of how to set a goal that makes you want to achieve it. And that's what I want to talk about today. So what is the aim high approach? When you're goal setting and you want to achieve goals, they need to be A, ambitious, I, intrinsic, M, measurable, H, honorable, I, impactful, G, gripping, and H, holistic. Aim high. If you can't check off all seven of those factors when you're setting your goals, you'll be right back to adding arbitrary goals to the bottom of your annual performance review because your boss said you had to, not because they hold any meaning to you. When you're goal setting for this upcoming year, I want you to think about using the aim high framework to set three specific types of goals. One goal should be financial for your business. The other one should be a personal goal. And the last one should be an achievement-based goal. And this is your bragging right for the year. This is the thing that you're going to look back on at the end of the next year and say, man, I'm so freaking proud of myself for accomplishing that. So when you're setting your big goals for the upcoming year, And looking at those goals of being a financial goal, a personal goal, and an achievement-based goal, I want you to run it through this lens. First, can you qualify that that goal you're setting for yourself is ambitious? We should be setting goals that are challenging, but still achievable, because it's going to motivate you to push yourself and strive for excellence by raising that bar, but also being realistic by not putting it too high so that you feel overwhelmed by the goal right from the start and never want to even try to work toward it. There's a sweet spot when it comes to goal setting, especially financial goals, where you want to stretch yourself, but don't overload yourself at the same time. Next, ask yourself if your goal is intrinsic. And this means by identifying goals that align with your intrinsic motivations and values. Because when your goals are aligned with your personal values and your business values, you are far more motivated to achieve them. Then, is it measurable? You know me, I love data. 
So I want you to identify metrics that allow you to measure your progress toward your goal. It can be data-driven. It can be financially driven. It can be social return, as in, is your goal actually helping the world to be a better place? However you'd like to approach it is up to you. But having something that's measurable will help you to determine if you're on track or if you need to adjust your approach. Next, and I feel this is very important in business and not talked about enough, is your goal honorable. Set goals that are ethical and align with your personal or business values. Because this is going to help you build a reputation for integrity and earn the trust of your competitors and earn the trust of your customers and your clients. Especially in the online space, the more ethical we are in our approaches to business, the more transparent, the more real, the more successful we are in business. Because this is a really sticky little landscape and the playing field is not always clean. So set your goals and your bar according to what matters to you the most. Then ask yourself if that goal is impactful. Choose goals that are going to have a meaningful impact on your business and your customers. Because this is going to continue to help you create value and differentiate yourself from your competitors. Like I said before, when we set really arbitrary goals, like I have a deficit in my business, so therefore I need to make that up, it doesn't translate into true impact. You're just filling a hole in your bucket. But if you're setting a goal that you want to help a hundred people, a thousand people, a million people, you approach things differently because you're seeing the impact you're making person by person instead of just trying to fill up that empty bucket. An impact goal that I have set in my own business is the motto of one woman at a time. And for me, my focus is just on being able to work with one woman at a time to help her set up a business foundation that is going to be truly impactful in her life, to create that legacy that she dreams of, that she knows she can achieve. She just needs guidance on how to take the right steps to get there. In legacy, that individual impact I'm able to have with the women I work with is so incredibly meaningful to me, but I know it's also meaningful to the women I work with because it's different than what they've received before when it comes to business support. It is far more personal. And for me, it aligns directly with all of my goals and my values of being able to earn the trust of the women I work with and help them to be able to see real change happen that's sustainable and scalable. What kind of impact will your goals have as well? And then your last two benchmarks are to make sure that that goal is gripping so that you know that you have skin in the game and you're driven to achieve them instead of just setting them to the side and saying, well, I'll get to it later. Like I will fully say that my goal of posting on social media five times a week is not a gripping goal because I'm not driven to achieve it. (laughs) And I know I shouldn't say that, but I don't think there's any secret with my love to hate affair with Instagram. However, the goal that I have set for myself of the number of women that I want to work with within legacy, that is a gripping goal. I am driven to achieve that. It's not something that I'm just going to pass over. I work that plan in a very meaningful way and a very intentional way every single day in the business because I'm driven to achieve it because it matters to me. And I want you to think about your goal setting the same way. And then the last thing is to look at that goal holistically. Consider the big picture when you set it. 
Think about how achieving that goal is going to impact all the other areas of your business and ensure that your goal aligns with your overall strategy and your life. For many of us, it's very difficult for us to separate out the woman from the business and the personal life because they're so intertwined. So when you're looking at that goal, make sure you're looking at it with that full lens. How will achieving that goal or working toward it impact every other area of your life? If it's going to end up being something that takes away from time with your family, it impacts your health, it causes you more stress than it does satisfaction, it might not be the right goal for you to be putting on your plate. Yes, our goal should also be leading toward wealth, but definitely not at the expense of you as a woman and the things that matter to you beyond your business. Setting goals is one thing, but knowing how to achieve that goal is something completely different. And that's where we go from strategy into action, which is what is that operation plan, that roadmap that you're going to put out for yourself that will outline those specific steps and strategies that you need to take to accomplish those big goals. And if you're overwhelmed by the idea of that and you're not exactly sure where to start, I have you covered. Because next week, I'll be opening up doors to register for a new free info session called Your Best Year Yet. And I'll be outlining six steps that you need to take to increase your revenue, simplify your operations, and find more joy in your business in the day-to-day. This is the sweet spot where we take those goals and I'm going to show you exactly what to do and how to lay them out so you can operationalize them in your business next year without feeling overwhelmed, without feeling stressed, and in a way that's going to lead to revenue time and time again. You're going to love this training. So make sure to keep your ears open for next week or flip over to the next episode of the podcast where you can grab the URL there to register. And if you can't make it live, it will be available on replay as well. Setting goals is like giving yourself a map to your dreams. It's a powerful way to take control of your life and turn those big goals that you have for yourself into a reality. How you set your goals and the plan you put in place to achieve them is the most important step in ensuring that your business is going to be successful. I feel like we often wait way too long to take action on our dreams, or we look for a sign or some proverbial green light, no shade to Matthew because I love him, or we believe that opportunity only knocks once So we hold ourselves back from action. And the truth is, we are the ones who create our own signs. We green light ourselves. And there are a million times that opportunity will show up in your life, especially when we position ourselves to claim those moments. Claim your goals. Claim those possibilities that appear in front of you. Claim 2024 to be your best year yet. And that starts with setting your aim high goals. So if you've been using the SMART method so far, I want you to kick it to the curb and instead think about how you can set a financial goal, a personal goal, and an achievement goal for the upcoming year using the Aim High method. And then make sure you come join me at that free workshop that I'm going to be doing, and I'll teach you how to operationalize it. I know this is going to be the year that you've been waiting for. You just need to aim high. And until next time, stay resilient. And I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for joining me on this episode of No BS Business School. If you enjoyed the show and you'd like to help support the podcast, please subscribe on your player of choice and leave a five-star rating and review. 
catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on Instagram at jandishville.co. Stay resilient, and I'll catch you on the next episode.